You're listening to Orange Blaze, a Florida Trail podcast. Yeah, I, as you know, as most people that have done through hikes know, it's it's very hard to set a very specific goal or make a very specific plan before you leave and actually stick to that. Yeah. So, so the main goal was just to make this as comfortable and as happy for the both of us as possible. And I, I think we were able to do that as best we could. That was Jupiter and Lotus, and I'm Misty Ridley Little. It was a return to the Florida Trail for Jupiter this winter, and alongside him was Lotus, new to the Florida Trail. Together they began their thru-hike at the Florida Trail southbound at Fort Pickens earlier this hiking season and made their way quietly down the peninsula. The last time Jupiter was thru-hiking the Florida Trail, he was hiking for a record, but this time the pair chose to go a comfortable pace to enjoy seeing new and familiar places along the trail. In the episode, we covered their recent hikes both together and apart, their decision to hike the Florida Trail together, and how their hiking styles interact, Jupiter's memories from his FKT hike, and how he is able to share some of his favorite sections of the trail with Lotus. I recorded this at the end of March as pandemic closures were rapidly underway, and the two were sidelined in Florida from a proposed Arizona Trail through hike. As is everyone else in the hiking world, they were both pondering upcoming hikes and adapting their plans to fit trail closures. It was great getting to chat with these two. I briefly had a chance to catch up with them at Billy Goat Day, but didn't have time to record anything at the time, so I was glad they were able to make time to chat about their hike in March. I enjoyed getting to hear each of their perspectives on hiking and to talk to a hiking couple who hadn't been together for many years, as have the other hiking couples who have been able to talk to on this podcast. It was great to hear some of the similarities between those longer-term relationships and a younger one and know that the things that connect us and make a great relationship on trail don't necessarily need to take years to develop. All right, on to the episode. Well, it looks like it's nice out there in Florida today. It is. It's it's getting very hot very quick. As you know, once you start heading into March, yeah. the weather can really change fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get hot. <laughs> no, no. Where are you from, Lotus? I'm from Arizona. Okay. Okay. So you're used to warm weather then too. Yeah, I'm from Flagstaff, which is um, it's a lot more moderate. It's like all four seasons. Definitely not as hot as Phoenix. It's more high desert, so it's like perfect there right now. Well, it's probably a little cold still. Yeah. But it's perfect in Phoenix right now, just like mid 70s. Okay, nice. There's probably still even snow in Flagstaff currently. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, it's like the most northern town I know in Arizona, so. The 7,000 feet, they have a ski resort, so, yeah, definitely not what you think of when you think Arizona. Okay. Now, I don't actually know a lot about you, and I've talked with Jupiter before, um, and obviously, you know, he's pretty well known in the hiking community, but maybe if you can introduce yeah. yourself a little bit, and maybe you guys can talk about where you guys met, because um, I don't really know about that either. Yeah, um, so I'm from Arizona. I hiked the Appalachian Trail in 2017 and the Arizona Trail last year. Um, and we met, I was a park ranger at Olympic National Park. Oh, nice. Last summer. Um, that was my first, my first park ranger job, park ranger job. Um, and I saw that Jupiter was hiking the PNT, um, because I had, you know, followed him for a while and I sent him a message 
just saying like let me know if you guys need any help with the permits or anything at all and he got back to me and I got to pick them up um, and they stayed with me a few times while they were hiking the PNT. Nice. Well, she, was, she was actually the one that handled our permits for the PNT and stuff in the uh, national park there. And uh, normally I don't really reach out to the people that offer me help because I kind of like to just be alone out there and figure it all out by myself. But with the permitting process, you kind of had to leave trail and head into the office in a very different town from where you enter in. So it was like, yes, we do really, really need <laughs> with this. Perfect. <laughs> and just do it on our own. Yeah. Hiking through Olympic is pretty confusing, like as far as being a PNT through hiker. So, yeah, it was nice to be able to help them. Yeah, though we did hear for future Pacific Northwest Trail hikers that they're possibly coming out with a thru-hiker-specific permit. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that would be really cool. Right. Well, I have, like, multiple questions in that area. I, I say about 2012, we went to Olympic National Park. We had gone to Seattle, kind of made a little trip of going to Seattle, the Olympics, uh, over to the Enchantments, and, and seeing all of that. So I'm kind of jealous you got to be a park ranger and do that. Is that what your profession ideal profession is to be park ranger or what's your background in that um that was I mean that was my first time doing it but I definitely would do it again um my ideal career would probably be writing um but yeah also <laughs> being ranger yeah um, but yeah I would I would definitely go back to olympic again it was it was so beautiful, and I loved everyone that I worked with. It was such a good work environment, and I got to help people get outside and work with, like, just the coolest community of people, so it was great. Yeah. Yeah. And so in, in Jupiter, about your Pacific Northwest trail hike, I uh, had read Pathfinder's book, again, probably about 2012 as well, and so that's always been a trail that's been kind of high up on the list of that's piqued my interest. Um, can you summarize that trip a little bit? I, I followed a little bit of what you posted, but I know you didn't really share a lot. Um, I think you went with John Z, right? Yeah. And I, for some reason, the name slips my mind right now, but the founder of the PNT actually wrote a book about the conception of that trail. Yeah. And I read maybe half of the book or something, but it was really interesting to see the parallels between the PNT being made into a trail and made into a National Scenic Trail and also like the Florida Trail and all the type of pushback that he got from even the national parks. They just did not want him there. They did not want another trail. They saw the PNT as another PCT. And they considered these, like, PCT hikers as, you know, not as wilderness savvy. They're not mountaineers. They're not climbers. They're, you know, just hiking this groomed trail. And it's bringing all these outsiders into their park. Mm. So he actually got a ton of pushback on creating that trail. Um, but the PNT was really interesting. And it is, in a lot of ways, I'd say similar just in the type of problems you'll face out there to the Florida Trail with, you know, it's not fully developed yet. It's not finished, but I imagine every year it gets a little bit better. So there is still a bit of roadwalk. There is still areas that need a lot more help and a lot more volunteers to kind of come up just like the Florida Trail. 
And uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that it wasn't so defined as, say, the Appalachian Trail or something. You know, there was a lot of areas where you could take a higher route or you could take a shorter route through the valley or, you know, you could follow the designated path, whatever that might have been. So I sometimes took the harder route, sometimes took the easier route, sometimes did both and went back to come and do the other one. Um, but yeah, it was a really great hike. You know, it's really interesting. You think of Washington and you think of rain possibly and mm-hmm. you know, fog and stuff like that. And, you know, I never really thought of Washington as like high desert or desert at all. But like eastern Washington is almost entirely desert and very arid and dry and so it was interesting coming from the east and heading into the west towards the coast where you run into much more of that leash or that lush green jungle. Um, and then another cool thing about it, most trails kind of follow the ridge of a mountain range, say the Pacific Crest Trail or the Appalachian Trail heading up the Appalachian Mountains, whereas the PNT goes across them. So instead of following these ridges, you know, you go over the cascades and then back down into these valleys through uh uh say like entering sort of the coastal area then you're going over the olympics and heading down to the coast again so i thought that was a very interesting thing and you're kind of going up these large mountain ranges and seeing a bit of them more of the width and then uh the valleys in between Hmm. But it was a really cool hike. I was very happy. I got to hike with John Zahorian and his girlfriend, Alex. And then we even had some other couple people join us uh, at the end of that hike. Uh, another Alex Pepper Flake and a guy who was attempting the PCT speed record. Oh, uh, yeah. Off that and came <laughs> joined, joined us for a little while. And Josh. It, yeah, Josh. Uh, so it... It was for me, you know, I normally totally hike alone, and uh, it was a very different experience, and I'm glad it kind of led into this hike with Lotus and kind of, you know, hiking with other people. I feel like that's an entirely different skill set than just hiking alone. Right. So did you guys, so after you guys met, you're hiking the PNT, did you guys do any hikes together before you decided to start on the Florida Trail? How'd you kind of build your hiking relationship aspect of that no we hadn't so this was our first hike together sort of uh right it it was our first long (laughs) hike together but i did uh for like my birthday in november i went out to arizona and spent some time with her and we did do some like shorter day hikes and stuff and kind of traveled around arizona a little bit she was showing me like cool things so um you know it wasn't like we went from her handling my permits and <laughs> right, right, right. To hiking the Florida trail together yeah. straight up. But yeah, it was very much so like our first long hike. It was our first, you know, essentially overnight backpacking trip. No. So Lotus was another hike on your agenda before you met Jupiter or were you just kind of content with AT and AZT? What was, I was your- planning on the PCT southbound this year but I hadn't planned any hikes for the winter. Um, I was thinking about looking for another um, winter ranger job. Um, but, yeah, I'm happier with <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, 
And I guess what was what was on your agenda, Jupiter, for after your PNT hike? Were you already thinking about hitting the Florida Trail again? Yeah, I uh, I was definitely thinking about Florida a lot while out on the out in Washington and stuff. And you know, there was even in the Olympics there was a section I, you know better than I do, but this rainforest. What is it called? The whole rainforest. Yeah. 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 The whole rainforest was incredible. And the trail uh, that I took through there was totally flat, but it was just this jungle. And it was like, wow, this is just like the Florida Trail, but maybe a little better in, a little, <laughs> in some ways, you know, just because it, it was this incredible, like, old growth forest. And anyway, so that was thinking about the Florida Trail. And um, yeah, so it was definitely my plan to come home and rehike this trail again. And, you know, kind of get myself in good shape for maybe other trails this year, uh, given the current situation. Because yeah. I don't think I'll be doing other trails this year, but very happy we got to get out and do this one. Right. Okay. Right. And you guys, we're going to do, y'all should have been on the, the Arizona Trail right now, right? Yeah, we sh- should have been on the Arizona <laughs> Trail right now, but the whole virus stuff is. So we're in Florida. <laughs> Bummer. And it's it sucks even more because I don't think you're supposed to be out on, you can't even go on the ocean to lake or anything like that just to get out, really. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's uh, with all this social distancing and stuff and, you know, everyone is social distancing in the same places. So yeah. to close yeah. these places. Um, so effectively, the ocean to lake is impossible to hike right now. The Florida Trail would be impossible to finish right now. Um, just given all this virus stuff that's going around. And it, in a lot of ways, it's probably for the best, like with the through hikers going very long distances and traveling through very small towns. But uh, it still, you know, it's not anything any of us could have expected to come up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, a different year. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully, I don't know, maybe some miraculous chance in the two months you guys will be able to, do the PCT southbound, yeah, but <laughs> still hoping for that. But the the downside with that is all of the people were who were wanting to go northbound or would be going southbound too. Well, not all of them, but I'm sure a lot of people would change their plans. So it would be a lot of southbounders. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of look at the. <laughs> yeah, if we'd be able to get out there, uh, we don't know. But I kind of look at the upside of any of this if. If there can be one as, you know, it's like a forced break. It's a forced time to sit down and do the things that I otherwise have been putting off. You know, I'm doing my taxes right now. (laughs) You know, some things that I should be doing, but otherwise maybe wouldn't have had quite as much time to do. So I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that and looking forward to staying home and, you know, maybe exercising at home a little bit more. Yeah. Reading a lot of books. Reading a lot of books. Yes. Lotus has already read like two books since coming home. (laughs) (laughs) So Lotus, what did you know about the Florida Trail before you started? Had Jupiter kind of just filled you in? Did you know about his FKT hike? Were you, I mean, obviously you probably were aware of it if you'd reached out to him for the PNT. Yeah. Yeah. I knew like about, about his hikes. Um, I really hadn't heard all that much about it from other people, just a general like, you know, heard about the road walking, lots of road walking. Um, and yeah, I didn't, unfortunately, I hadn't heard positive things. Did besides the, what Jupiter had said. Did 
Did the negative things you heard turn out to be true? I mean, there is road walking, and, (laughs) like, that's true. Um, But it wasn't, like, I got used to it, and it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. There were some really not fun parts, but I definitely, I started to look forward to the road walks and enjoyed them a lot more than I thought I would. And that makes me think that, like, I could do the P&T or something like that and enjoy it a lot more. Yeah, so... But I, I do think that hiking it, like a lot of those negative things were were changed for me. Like I I absolutely loved the Florida Trail. So beautiful. And no one talks about just be like being in the in the forest, like the, the beautiful hammocks with the oaks and and palm cathedrals. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite part. Now, is there a reason you wanted to go southbound on this versus northbound? Is it basically the crowds again? That was Jupiter's idea. <laughs> um, I personally like southbound better. Uh, I don't know if it's so much of a secret anymore now, but I just think it's an easier way to start the hike. You know, starting as a northbound hiker, you start with 30 miles of walking through the swamp, which is very difficult, regardless of how seasoned you are. That 30-mile swamp section through Big Cypress is very hard. And then you follow that up with the bike paths around Lake Okeechobee, which, you know, is not the most scenic thing. It's not, you know, the best stuff of the Florida Trail oftentimes can is, like, beginning after Lake Okeechobee with the oak hammocks north of there or the palm hammocks past that or the giant rivers north of there even. You know, so it's a very hard way to start going northbound, whereas southbound, you begin with, like, 20 miles of beaches, <laughs> like, the forests in Eglin, you know, it, it's it's easier on your feet, it's easier mentally, so that's personally kind of why I like it more. Yeah. If I had gone, like, if I had been planning the Florida Trail by myself, I probably would have gone northbound because of the kickoff. Um but yeah. Yeah. Southbound is really hard though in the fact that you are going to be totally alone. No, yeah. not very many people are going southbound, you know, so I, I'd still probably recommend most people go northbound simply for the camaraderie because I know how big that can be for a lot of hikers. But for me personally, I just, I like the southbound. Yeah. Yeah. So, so after a few days on the trail, Lotus, what were you thinking, you know, about the Florida trail? How was it? meeting up to your expectations like you're getting going you're thinking oh okay this isn't as bad as I was expecting yeah well I mean like starting with the beach and then going like right into Eglin like it was immediately awesome so I think that was another upside of going southbound we had you know like a restaurant the first day (laughs) (laughs) each and yeah I just kind of like then I figured out that it would be a lot closer to civilization than the my previous through hikes um, which has its upsides and its downsides, but um, it is really nice to have access to all of that. Um, so yeah, it was just it was really cool to to see that like immediately how awesome it was. Eglin was my favorite part for a lot of the trail. Yeah. yeah. Now, how about you, Jupiter? You know, you started the trail last time intending to, you know, make this goal of being the fastest known time. But this time you're starting around, you're hiking with a partner and it's completely different. How was you, how are you mentally this time? 
Um, I'd say mentally good. I just really wanted to, you know, take our time in the beginning so that, you know, neither of us would get injured and we would run into less problems because, you know, with two people, there's higher chances of, you know, running into these types of problems or so just taking our time in the beginning and I don't know, um, mentally, how was I? Um, I think it was hard given that my last hike was so different. I think it was hard to kind of take my time, you know, all I could imagine was like, oh, you know, this, this is how much further I went on day two. Three days to get to where you stopped your first night or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah, I think that was probably hard for him. Um, yeah, I've had a lot of foot problems on the AT and the Arizona Trail, so I really wanted to take it slow because I I didn't want to like have to get off. I knew that if I slowly built up, then I would be able to do the bigger miles later on. So, but that did make it harder in the beginning to do the much shorter days. Yeah, and um, I think that really worked out for the best, you know, because it would be stupid to rush into things and then have one of us get hurt and have to get off trail, and that would just be, like, the biggest disappointment ever, you know, especially if it was because of my ego or something. So, um, yeah, I I think we did it right, and I was very happy with how we wound up doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as as you were walking down the trail where you... Were there things that you were seeing that you didn't really remember from last time because you were blazing by so fast? Or, and how much of it was it were you remembering, like, oh, I remember this from last time and it was this great thing, but this time it's not so good, or vice versa? It was really interesting the type of stuff that I remembered from the last hike versus this hike. You know, a lot of the roadwalks are really what I wound up like night hiking before. You know, it just so happened that I got lucky in that way that I never really missed too much trail. But there were a lot of sections where, like, 20 miles or 30 miles would just be totally gone from my memory. Mm. You know, I think south of the Orlando bike path, there was just this one stretch where I had no recollection of it at all. You know, whereas other areas, I would remember, like, you know, exactly how many miles we were from the next, like, gas station or something. Or exactly what's around this next corner. Or It was so crazy to me how much he remembered. Like, he pretty much remembered where he stayed every night and there was just that like one section that you completely forgot but yeah beyond that it was just like astounding to me because I think if I rehiked the Arizona Trail I would not remember as much as he remembered but he just knows it so well probably because of your planning and I don't know you had a blog maybe just like recording it so well but I only did like one blog post every <laughs> you just have a really good Every thousand miles. I I don't know what it is about, like, my type of memory for these trails. It's very different than my type of memory. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty cool. But, yeah, it was really awesome to see some of the areas in, like, different lights of day or some areas that I went through at night during the day. Or, yeah, it was even more beautiful than I remembered. You know, so many of the sections were just so incredible. And it was really cool to hear his stories, too, about you know, what happened last time, where he slept last time, like the crazy stealth spot that he stayed. (laughs) Yeah. Now, do you guys have similar hiking, well, similar hiking styles? Are you as fast of a hiker? Are you interested in longer days, Lotus, as he might be? Or 
you guys, how did you guys adjust to hiking together when you're coming from your individual hiking backgrounds? Um, I think I'm definitely not as fast as him. Um, I'd like to be like, I really enjoy pushing myself, um, doing the harder days, but just with like the foot injuries I've had in the past, I haven't been able to do that. Um, so that's kind of why I wanted to go a little bit slower in the beginning, work up to that so that I could push myself more without injury. Um, but I don't, I don't know if I'll ever be at his level. Um, I, I think the Florida trail is a really hard way to judge that simply because you have so little daylight. You know, I don't know how many hours of daylight we had of actual hiking, but you're hiking this in the middle of the winter, right after the winter solstice. So yeah. you're really at a premium for daylight. So, you know, maybe like 300 miles into our hike or 500 miles or something, uh, we were walking every, like pretty much every hour of daylight. It's just after dark or before dark is very hard to get going or to continue going. Yeah. So I I think Lotus is much stronger than she may realize with this type of thing. Uh, it's just like waking up before light is not fun for anyone. I think yeah. not fun for me, not fun for her. You know, and then continuing into the night uh, is very hard too. You know, when you can only see so much in front of you. Um, so I, I think we were doing just about as many miles as we could per day towards the end just to, you know, be able to carry less food or to finish before it was too hot. But, um, yeah, Lotus is a very strong hiker. She's a very strong hiker. Now, how long did you guys do the trail this time around? Because I know you were delaying your posts, so I don't – and you're still, you're still kind of posting your, your, your hike a little bit. Yeah, um, today. So. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I guess, yeah, how long did you guys take you guys? I think it was uh, maybe right around two months, ten days. We oh, started nice. around like January 3rd, and then we finished, I think, March 10th. Okay. So I, I, I thought of it kind of as this is a very, you know, this is a pretty typical uh, amount of time to spend, which I kind of like. You know, I feel like I got the experience that a lot of people get. You know, and I think that'll make it easier for me to help others get out here and provide information that's useful for others who want to come hike the Florida Trail. Okay. So, yeah, two months and a quarter, about. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you were actually, if you had finished maybe in February sometime. It seemed, because of your delay, uh, exactly what the timing was on that. Was it yeah. March 10th? I believe it was March 10th, yeah. Hmm. No, that's a good that's a good amount of time for hiking and still enjoying it. And like you said, th those hiking in the nighttime hours, if you don't have to, <laughs> is you know a lot harder to do when you're you know goal oriented to you know something else. So yeah, I mean we like set out our goal in the beginning was because it was our first hike together. We just wanted to like get to know each other's hiking styles, get to know each other better, like, and, you know, just, like, try out hiking together. So that was the main goal rather than, you know, doing big miles. Yeah. I, as you know, as most people that have done through hikes know, it's, it's very hard to set a very specific goal or make a very specific plan before you leave and actually stick to that. Yeah. So, so the main goal was just to 
make this as comfortable and as happy for the both of us as possible. And I, I think we were able to do that as best we could. Right. You know, we weren't at each other's teeth by the end of it, you know, wringing each other's necks. So. <laughs> That's good. But <laughs> <Was> successful. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, you guys both got off to go to Billy Goat Day. How is that from your perspective as hikers coming to the hiker community and getting to know, you know, some trail legends and then just, you know, the other people hiking in the trail at the same time you were? Uh, Billy Goat Day is awesome. I mean, it's really an incredible event. It's, you know, the trail days of Florida. You got hundreds of people there, probably. A lot of through hikers, a lot of volunteers and maintenance crew and uh, just people who like to get out and hike in Florida. And I, I don't think there's definitely no other event in Florida like that. Mm-hmm. And even compared to like the Pacific Crest Trail days or I've never done Appalachian Trail days, but I've done PCT days twice. You know, the people you meet at the Billy Goat Day is incredible. This year we had Jim Kern, the founder of the Florida Trail. You know, Sandra Friend and John Keatley were there. And Billy Goat, of course, a super legend in the community. There was even Nimblewill Nomad. And uh, that, that was really incredible just to see these people coming here, you know, where you would never see them at uh, one of the other gatherings type things. So, I don't know. It was awesome to meet all the other hikers that were out there. And, yeah. It's a it's a fun thing. It was really cool. That was like the first time I I got like the feeling for how strong the Florida Trail community is, and it's it's just so so strong. Like you feel it. I felt it a lot more than you know the Appalachian Trail. Even though there's a lot more people, you know, a lot more trail angels and people out, and the community is so much bigger. It just feels so much more tight knit. Everyone knows everyone, and. It just seems like they care more about hikers because there's fewer of them, maybe, than the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. So it's just a really, really special community. Yeah. Very dedicated. Yeah. Very, very loving. So cool to see that. Yeah. It's incredible. Now, no I know... trail I've seen is like that either, so... Now, I know you guys, I'm sure you ran into Frosty and Crestview. What other trail angels or people uh, you ran into that you might have had some interesting inter- encounters with? Um, after, was that after we got dropped off when we were at that uh, Publix? Well, we were at a Publix, I think, after, after Crestview, when we were leaving Crestview. And I was just staring, like, at the kombucha and I heard someone say you must be an FT through hiker and it was um Wallace this woman who is part of the Choctahatchee chapter um she does trail maintenance and she just like could tell that I was a through hiker um and that was so cool just to run into her at at a Publix chat with her a little bit yeah we even this was in Crestview so right after we left Frosty and Flattop which uh, our incredible trail angels, you know, uh, we run into Wallace and then there was this military guy from the Eglin air force base who, you know, pulled over his car with his girlfriend and was like, do you guys need a ride? You know, (laughs) the trail is like my dream. And we're like, no, we're good, but that's awesome. You know? So that was cool. And, you know, just other trail angels, obviously trucker Bob is incredible. We love trucker Bob. 
Chris <laughs> Bell and his kids. We yeah. went into them. They picked us up in Melbourne, which, if anyone knows Chris, that is nowhere near where he lives. Yep. <laughs> they picked us up in Melbourne and brought us to a movie, and uh, there was this really amazing, like, bakery lady in mm. uh, in the Orlando metro area on the bike path who gave us, like, empanadas for free at this local bakery, and she was so cool. She was so nice, so so incredible, just this tiny little bakery, and she, yeah, so that was amazing. You can um, find her on Gut Hook. Oh, yeah, in Gut Hook, and comments. <laughs> uh, the lady who's running the gate at Juniper Springs was super friendly, and you know, there, there's so many people out there that are just, like, so nice. And then, like, all the trail volunteers, like Janie Hamilton, who helped out so many hikers this year coming into Keystone Heights and, like, Butler area. You know, we didn't get to run into her, but uh, just could see how many hikers she was, like, hosting and giving rides. And, you right. know, it's awesome to see that type of stuff. Right. Um, so we've kind of talked a little bit about your thoughts about seeing different sections of the trail before and after, but now that you've done the trail, you've done the trail twice, you've done it once. Um, what sticks out in your mind as your favorite places? Is there anything, anything new pop in your mind, Jupiter? Um, or is anything else uh, changed for you too? Um, a place that's, that I didn't really remember so well before was, I think it's the Seminole ranch, just uh, like, between Tossahatchee mm-hmm. and uh, the or- the beginning of the Orlando bike path, that area was so awesome. It was just these towering palm trees and just the light kind of just shining through there, all those rays of sunlight shining through the palms. And it was just so dense and green and jungle-like. And that, that was probably one of my favorite sections, if not my favorite, coming back. You know, the obviously the Suwannee River and the Asilla River and Eglin and uh, St. Mark's were all still very cool. But, you know, I, I just found new love for those palm hammocks. So, yeah, uh, just north of Tossahatchee and south of the Orlando bike area, the Seminole Ranch, near Christmas. That was mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. yeah, those were my favorite, too. But also, St. Mark's was my favorite for, for a long time, just because we saw so much wildlife there. So many, so many different birds. Um, we saw 35 alligators in one day. And just, like, the diversity there and just, like, the contrast of that area from the rest of the trail was really cool. Um, having, like, the open expanses and the, the marshes around you. Incredible sunsets. Yeah, St. Mark's is amazing. Yeah, St. Mark's was pretty cool. There was also um, just north of, like, the Kissimmee River area or uh, Kissimmee Prairie Prairie Preserve and Kiso Wildlife Management Area and Three Lakes, like, with all the oak hammocks and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's special. And, you know, I I hear people talking negative about the Florida Trail sometimes, and I just look at sections like that, and it's like, Maybe you're <laughs> something, or maybe you just haven't heard of this or seen this yet, but so beautiful, and right. yeah, loved the trail. Right. Um, now, you guys are working on your YouTube uh, episodes, and I watched the first one, which is really cool, and I love, I mean, you guys put in a ton of work into that. How much video are you recording a day, um, and I guess kind of, are you trying to like stage shots, like, hey, walk through this bridge, or anything like that? Every once in a while, we would stage something, just like if she was too fast, 
you know, I'd say, hey, stop, can you do that again or something? <laughs> but that wasn't, like, too often. I was just kind of trying to film uh, whatever I saw, you know, or whatever I thought was interesting. I probably should have should have tried to stage more shots or think a little bit more about some shots. Usually he would just be, like, hiking a little bit ahead of me and stop at a bridge and just wait for me to walk across it. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'd go ahead a little bit and stop, she'd catch up, and then I'd go ahead a little bit, and it just, like, progressed throughout the day like that. I don't know how much per day I was actually filming, uh, but I think in the end I wound up with, like, five or six hours worth of mm. video. Maybe more than that. And I tried to film a little bit, too, because I knew, like, he was mostly just getting shots of me, so I wanted, I wanted him to have some footage of himself. Yeah. 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 That was just on my phone. Yeah. But yeah, it has been a lot of work. I think that first video, uh, you know, I've essentially been working on that since the day we got back, you know, the 10th or the 11th. And, you know, it's almost taken me like two weeks to make just the one working on that every day. So uh, the next one hopefully will go a little bit faster now that I've got the flow of it and the idea or whatever. But yeah. Um, yeah, it is a ton of work, as I imagine these podcasts are edit as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we talked about that a little bit at Billy Go Day, and you know, I just can't imagine the people who do the editing in their tent every night and try to post on YouTube, you know, every day or even weekly. It just boggles yeah. my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I think any of these things, the podcasts or the videos, it, it takes a lot more work than people maybe imagine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple things. I mean, so on the YouTube train and also back to a little bit why you guys kind of delayed posting about uh, when you guys started the hike. Um, you know, it's a kind of a conversation I had with Nimble Will Nomad a little bit about, I guess, the trail celebrity aspect. And I know it's not something you intended. It's just kind of happened. How has that impacted your hikes in general? Um, not just this last one, but anything in general and um you know, how does that affect you, Lotus, at all? Or, or have you really seen much of issues with that of people trying to, I don't know, stalk you guys at all? Um, well, I guess in one way that is just slightly why I delay the posts. So, you know, I kind of, I want to enjoy the hike for what it is. And, uh, you know, in the past I had people, like, come out and say hello and, you know, hike with me or, you know, some people reaching out to bring me a beer at a campsite or whatever. And I, you know, I just really, I enjoy the trail. I want to be on the trail. I want to see the trail. That's kind of like <laughs> motivation. It is awesome to run into people that uh, enjoy something that I've done or I'm doing or whatnot. Um, you know, because if they're stoked on it, then that means they enjoyed it. It added something to their day, whether it's entertainment or information or whatever, so I, I very much love running into people that enjoy it, and I haven't really had any, like, negative things. There was someone uh, a while ago, like a year ago or something, that got in touch with me, wanted to, uh, like, come out and meet me or something, and I just didn't really know where I was or when I was going to be at a road crossing or where I could meet up, so I just, you know, I tried to mention that, and, like, you know, I don't think this is really going to work. And later on, I see them posting somewhere else online, like, oh, that guy Jupiter is not nice at all. He's oh, not. Oh, no. It's just a different word. But, 
uh, it was kind of funny because the interaction we had together again, and it's like, I I didn't really get that. So that was probably maybe one of the only negative experiences. But yeah, you know, I I like to try and work through problems myself and figure things out. So yeah, you know, that's just something I've thought about, not just with you, but you know, any piker, whether they're a YouTuber or just an Instagrammer with you know so many followers or you know, people like Anish, just they are doing cool things and people are interested in following them. But I've always wondered about the downsides of all of that, too. Yeah, it would be a very different world for uh, a female. Um, I would imagine so. Um, yeah. But generally, I, I love running into people that like what I'm doing, you know, okay. <laughs> that, that inspires me to keep doing it and make more and do more. Yeah. So. And it is kind of funny for me to see just people like sometimes fangirling. <laughs> but yeah, it hasn't, I mean, it doesn't like affect us, I don't think, negatively that often. The only thing that I ever notice is people just like not really interacting with me. Yeah, I hate that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I've seen that with like other people creators that I watch or something you know either with a girlfriend or with a friend or something and it's you know someone will like zero in on that one person or zero in on me but not even interact or anything with Lotus or the friend or whatever it is and you know we're just people hiking a trail yeah. and, you know yeah. <laughs> I want them yeah to ask me my name too <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, not really. It hasn't been bad. So that's okay. kind of only been, I guess, the funny thing in a way. But I I guess in some way I understand they're they're excited. Maybe they didn't expect yeah, I get to it. run into someone they know. You know, I know when I was starting out on, like, the Ocean Lake Trail, I didn't expect to run into anybody. So whenever I even see a day hiker, you know, with just some, like, little basketball backpack or something, I was basically, like, tr- trying to catch up to them on trail and trying to talk to them and, I'm sure they thought that was very weird or something, but, you know, so I understand from that aspect, you know, if you're getting into hiking or if you just don't know many people from your hometown that hike and here you follow this person and then now you've run into them and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I know who you are. You know, I I can see how that's very cool as that was the exact same for me so many years ago. Yeah. Yeah, they're just excited. I shouldn't take it personally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so Lotus, when you got towards like big Cypress in your head, what were you thinking? Did you, I mean, what did you expect to you hearing the swamp and mud? And then when you get there, what were your impressions of that? Um, yeah, so I had heard like all the Northbounders had, um, a lot, like it was pretty wet for them. Um, so I was expecting more wet. Um, Lil Buddha was ahead of us by a few days. For, like most of the trail and so I had seen his post saying that it was pretty dry um, and it was extremely extremely muddy um, the Black Lagoon was it was like it was so short barely wet um, maybe the deepest was like mid-calf yeah and the Black Lagoon is typically the deepest most like wild section of big cypress you know and here we are walking through like ankle deep water and 
for the entirety of Big Cypress, that was the deepest, you know, like ankle deep or maybe mid calf. So it, it was incredibly dry or the northern six miles were very muddy. Yeah. yeah. So I was I was so excited for it, especially after all of the the dikes and canal walking. I was so excited to be among trees again. Um, so that was really nice, even like despite the mud. The mud was pretty crazy, like sliding around and sinking into it uh, for miles and miles and miles. Yeah, <laughs> experience. Um, but it was so beautiful. We got there when the bromeliads were blooming. Oh, nice. So it was it was beautiful. Um, I loved it. Yeah, all the air plants. I, I think they only bloom in the spring, maybe. So the northbounders might not have seen that. But uh, just on every single tree, there was like three, four, five of these air plants just with these incredible like red flowers springing out of them and it was so cool to look off in the distance and see all the flowers like that yeah we were yeah. really excited now yeah. did you guys have anybody celebrate with you at the end uh yeah my mom and her friend they were very excited they were <laughs> so excited you know and they went into the Oasis Center and they're like, they just finished the Florida Trail and, you know, bought us some like pins from uh, Big Cypress area there. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. they, were, they were very excited while we were very dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, yeah. So there was no water from, I don't know where, the, oh, from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, there to was, the end. No, there was water. no water. No water from the Black Lagoon all the way to the end, which is like twenty something miles. Uh, I, I don't know exactly how far, but our last day we did twenty miles, and I had zero water for any of that. You just oh kept. My. There, there will be water. There will be more water, you know. <laughs> and I, even, I even went into some of the deeper. Uh, you know, mud holes in the middle of these cypress domes and still no water anywhere. So we we were very excited to finish and start drinking from that hose there. <laughs> yeah, that's all I was thinking about. Yeah. The last few miles. Yeah, the last few miles. It's kind of like, I think in December when the people were starting in early to mid-December, that was a situation there wasn't a lot of water. And then at the end of the month, the rain came, and then yeah. my kickoff, there was some, some water out there, but yeah. dried up again. Yeah. That happened to us with, um, what's the, Apalachicola. Um, Bradwell Bay. Bay. Yeah, it was completely dry. And completely I, dry. I heard the North Founders going through, after we had gone through, it was, like, totally swampy again. Yeah. So, we just, we missed out on. We missed out on all the swamps. <laughs> like, you know, we, we got our feet wet, certainly, in some areas, but for the vast majority of the trail, our feet were dry, and even the wet sections were, like, short enough that most of them, I wound up just taking off my shoes, because I was like, this is not going right. to last, you know? So it was, a, it was a dry year, very, very dry year. But, yeah. yeah, but not the same for the northbounders at all. Like, where were you saying flat, or... Um, yeah, there yeah. was... There was uh, this one bridge in Apalachicola, I believe, uh, a boardwalk that, you know, going through, even under the boardwalk was dry for us. But, you know, a month later, we're looking at a uh, flat top and steps hike through that same section since they're going northbound and we're following their hike. You know, and not only is there water under the boardwalk, there's water over the boardwalk yeah. and through, like, uh, knee-deep water on the boardwalk. 
<laughs> totally dry for us. So it's crazy how fast things can change. Yeah, yeah. especially in Florida with the the elevation, like how little <laughs> elevation there is, like how a little bit of water can just make such a big difference. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. Well, what is next for you guys other than just sitting at home waiting to maybe start the PCT? Um, well, at the end of this month, we're driving to Arizona. Just because that's where she's from, so we're going to hold ourselves up uh, there instead. Okay. So we've already bought all of our food for the drive, so we don't need to stop other than for gas. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of the, that's at least where we'll be. We'll be in Phoenix, but um, I've been working on, actually inspired by your old post, uh, How to Through-Hike the Florida Trail. Okay, good. want to give me your blessing, but I feel like <laughs> it's, you know, I've now done the trail twice, and given, like, my old Ocean and Lake Trail guides, I really wanted to provide more information on how others can get out there and do this, and, you know, I think it's a, an amazing trail, and, you know, I just want to help, and I feel like that's a way I can help, so I started writing, like, a guide for hopefully next year's hikers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Larry Boy, I don't know if you follow his blog, he kind of wrote something similar up. Um, and I put I put a link to that on my old one because mine's almost kind of outdated now. Um, but yeah, whenever you, or your website is down kind of now, right now, right? It's up again. Oh, okay. Yeah, again, I, I needed to be home to be able to handle that. Okay. So yeah, it's yeah, when, back up, it's back, everything's good. Well, when you get that done, um, I will definitely put a link uh, on the podcast website and on my old site for updating people uh, for that. And um, now, Lotus, you write. What kind of writing do you do? Are you looking to, like, write about trails, like your hikes, or is this, or you do something different kind of writing? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to write some kind of book about through hiking just because it's completely changed the course of my life um, and so many people's lives and I'm completely like ingrained in that community now. Um, I've written a, th- a few articles for the trek and I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I just like writing about hiking and nature, stuff like that, mental health, how much like being outside can can help you feel better. Um, yeah, so I really I want to use this this time we have to write more. I think it's a great opportunity for that. But I don't have any like big ideas or projects right now. So I've been writing like some some poetry just to like keep that muscle going. Yeah. But, yeah. Do you share that anywhere, or is it all just kind of personal writing? Yeah, I don't really share it right now, but okay, yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> Poetry is a hard thing to share. I don't know if I could do Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I just didn't know if you had a website or uh, anywhere else that you shared that sort of stuff. Not yet. Someday. No, but she's, at this point, editing anything that I write, because maybe <laughs> spelling or grammar isn't so good. I love, I love it. <laughs> so that that's been a nice yeah, benefit I'm, for I'm me. I'm using my skills right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, and oh, I, Jupiter's really 
eloquent today. <laughs> <laughs> we know who's behind that. <laughs> um, now, are you doing any more art, Jupiter? Yeah, I, I've been so focused on like the video stuff and uh, the website since coming home and taxes, yeah. fun, uh, that I haven't uh, started painting anything from this trip yet, but hopefully soon when I'm a little bit more back to normal, I can get back into the painting as well. Um, I really love painting from the photos that I take, you know, so then it's like my own photos from these trips and stuff. So it should be pretty cool to see what I come up with for the Florida Trail. You know, I'm more used to painting mountains and things. And I've done some Florida-related stuff in the past, you know, painted pictures from Lake Okeechobee scenes or from the Osceola or the Suwannee River and stuff, but uh, not nearly as much as maybe the other trails I've done. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you guys would like to share about, you know, your Florida Trail hike or, you know maybe upcoming goals outside of if we can ever not be quarantined, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. I don't know. Just, uh, get out and hike the Florida trail. I think it's an amazing trail. I've loved doing it the first time, loved doing it the second time. Uh, there's more sections than I had even remembered that were <laughs> more beautiful than I remembered. You know, the, oak hammocks of the great south and three lakes area the palm hammocks north of there south of the orlando metro area even that bike path was fantastic ocala is pretty cool with the springs and swanee river and the oscilla river st mark's and eglin there's just so many amazing sections to see whether you're a day hiker you know there's probably hikes near you that maybe you didn't even know about or if you're a section hiker there's awesome 60 mile 100 mile sections to do 18 mile, 20 mile, whatever, you know, or as a through hike, it's an awesome trail and it's only getting better. One thing I did notice about this hike versus the last hike was that a lot of littler roadwalks were off the roads and in trails. So if you're concerned about the road walking every year, it's getting better. Mm -hmm. So that was something that really amazed me this time around. You know, where I'm like, okay, up here we're going to go right on this road. And then Lotus is like, no, nah, we go right across this road into those woods. It's ah. like, new, you know, so. Very cool. Yeah. They're definitely working, working hard to change that. Yeah, they're working very hard to change that. And if anyone, if any volunteers want to talk to me about ideas, they <laughs> <laughs> have a lot of ideas on how little improvements or little things that I would love to help with or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about videos about the florida trail yeah so currently i guess the the biggest thing that i'm working on now is i guess since everyone's self-quarantined i felt like the best thing that i can do is you know be entertaining in some way and try and put out uh these videos that i took while hiking the florida trail so you know, if you search Jupiter Hikes on YouTube, if you search Jupiter Hikes on Instagram or anything like that, uh, you know, I still have a lot of stuff that I haven't posted, stories from the hike, or obviously any of the videos. They've just started to come out now, and I'm putting a lot of time into them, so I hope you enjoy them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then in the uh, future, look out for that uh, How to Through Hike the Florida Trail Guide. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate all of your posts, too, Lotus. I like your perspective. Uh, you know, yeah. you're each sharing your version of 
the trail story. And so I, I do like your lotus hikes, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've I've enjoyed looking at her photos even more than mine because I feel like I take photos of maybe the big open vistas and the pretty sunsets and things. And, you know, she ha just gets more of the like day to day trail life. And I find that like very, very interesting. So if anyone's interested in seeing the photo trail from her point of view, it's I think Lotus Hikes on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm just really, I'm really glad I'm, that he asked me to hike this with him. Like, I, I don't know what I expected, but I didn't think it would be this awesome. Yeah. And, yeah, just the community is incredible. Like, yeah, it, the Florida Trail will always have a special place in my heart. <laughs> well, hopefully you'll get to come back when things are open again and see, you know, not necessarily, you know, the Florida Trail, but other sections of Florida that, you know, like the Everglades and, you know, yeah. Springs. Yeah, the Springs and finally. So bad, and now they're all closed. We had so many <laughs> cool plans for our drive back to Arizona, but now we can't. Now we're just going <laughs> to speed there as quick as we can. <laughs> yeah, actually, we'll be going through Texas. I don't know where in Texas you are, but uh, never mind. We can't meet up. We can meet up. No, no, uh, I could wait for you from my house. Okay. <laughs> um, can't even. We'll be going right past you. Yeah. Well. yeah. <laughs> it's a bummer. I, and I could tell you plenty of places to stop on along your way in Texas to go hike, but they're probably not uh, open. So. <laughs> yeah, the last time I was driving through Texas, I was really amazed at how beautiful uh, West Texas was, you know, close yeah. to, I guess, New Mexico and stuff. And just looking at all the boulders and these, like, incredible valleys and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Texas is beautiful. Yeah, and I don't even get to West Texas nearly as much because it's, it's still a 10-hour drive for me, so. Yeah, it's a big state, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you guys for taking the time to uh, chat on this uh, Saturday afternoon, and um, hopefully you guys are back on the trail this summer, and I will be following your adventures. And, you know, I appreciate all the enthusiasm you have, too, uh, about the Florida Trail Jupiter, and, um, you know, I think you're probably one of the biggest proponents of it uh, besides, you know, Sandra and me and, you know, a couple other people. So it's really good to see that uh, you're out there promoting it as well. And, you know, maybe uh, maybe Lotus will jump on that bandwagon, too. <laughs> and Chris. I'd love to. Can't forget Chris. Yes. Doing a lot, a lot from the trail. <laughs> yes. See <laughs> through hike. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got to throw him in there. Yeah. But thanks for talking to us. Thank thanks for so doing much. this. Thank you. All right. Well, you guys have a nice night or nice afternoon, and I will see you all online. Thank you. You too. You too. Thanks. That's it for Jupiter and Lotus. Show notes for the episode can be found at orangeblaze.thegardenpathpodcast.com, and the podcast can be found on Instagram as orangeblazepodcast and Facebook as official orangeblazepodcast. All right. Until the next episode, happy hiking.